you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. City Wednesday, June 14th. Those are the facts. So are these. I'm Jamie Erdahl, Kyle Brandt, Jason McCourty, and a Super Bowl champion, one Leonard Fournette. What is something mm, that you want to get you off want. your chest? Anything you want. Just throw it out there. I want to discuss this thing that's going on with the running back. Okay. Oh, let's do it. Let's do it. Now, your next job is say, hit him with the lead block. Time for lead block. Hit him with the lead block. Hey, lead block. Oh, that was cool. All right, like perfect. There are some serious <laughs> big time running backs that are currently free agents right now. It's a fascinating list because those are big names with what many people think a lot left in the tank. Dalvin Cook, uh, though, recently released by the Minnesota Vikings, joined the Rich Eisen Show, which was hosted by Tom Pelissero. Pelissero, a Minnesota oh, native, yeah. which is, that's the connection there. Of course, Pelissero able to get Dalvin mm-hmm. on the show. Yesterday, Tom asked Dalvin about his next team. Where are you going? What are you looking for beyond the money, which we can certainly get into that too, but besides getting paid, like what do you want? What, what does it have to be for this to be the right fit for you to come in and be somebody's running back right now? I want the value. Um, I want somebody that value Dalvin Cook. I want somebody that, that want me to be there and want to give me the ball. You know what I'm saying? Like I just want to go into the right situation so I can just go help somebody win. Like the money don't come or whatever it comes with. You no, know, you play good, but they gonna pay you. That's what comes with it. But I just want to go somewhere and feel like it's home for me and go somewhere and help somebody win. And just go be me. Just go turn to lose. I'm just looking for a home. That's it, man. All right, put value on his name. That's what Dalvin's looking for. Another running back, though, based right down the street, is also looking for his value. He's not a free agent, though, technically. Saquon Barkley, not at mandatory minicamp for the Giants because he has not signed his franchise tender. Earlier this week, he said he wants respect. Value, respect, it all has kind of the mm-hmm. same theme. Mm-hmm. Didn't dismiss the idea, though, of sitting out the entire 2023 season. Two very different situations but it leads us to the running back conversation okay. with one Leonard Fournette. We want you, please, to set the table for us here. Just get it off your chest. What are you feeling right now when you look at Dalvin, Saquon, yourself, the value of the running back market and what's happened to your position as a whole? Uh, I definitely agree with what all those guys are saying. And even more with Saquon because he's coming off an injury and how he came back and dominated the way he did. Mm-hmm. As a running back, we take so much bruising, pounding each and every game and each and every season that I feel like the money is worth it. You know, we, we need to get paid, you know, running, blocking and catching. You know, you have to do all three of those things to be a, a, an elite running back and also to protect the guys around you. So, and not even that, I think mentally for Saquon is coming off the injury and People don't know the stuff that us players go through and people talk about you, or, or he doesn't have it anymore. Mm-hmm. It's, it's so much goes on until it's, it's bigger than that. So I feel like he's proven himself. Just like when I played uh, for Tampa, mm-hmm. I had to play two one-year deals. Mm-hmm. And it was very frustrating, you know. I felt like I proved myself each and every time. And my third year, I got paid the money that I felt like I, I should have I gotten paid. So. 
where these guys coming from, man, I totally understand. They're devaluing the running back position. Mm -hmm. And our role is way bigger. We game manage. <laughs> mm -hmm. We take the, the hits that a lot of players wouldn't want to take. Mm -hmm. You know, if we didn't want to get the hits we took, we'd play our receiver or play kicker. <laughs> yep. You know, but this is our job. This is what expected, and we, we expect to get paid from that. Mm. We love you. We love it. We love running backs. Yeah. I want to give you an opportunity to address the things because we say this, we have this conversation so often in every show, and every, it starts to hit the same beats about running backs. When yeah. you hear Dalvin Cook, who's 1,000 yards four years in a row, gets cut. Here are the, the running back conversation takes. Here we go. All right, don't pay running back. Number one, they get hurt too often. It's a, a position prone to injury. Number two, even if you have a great season, you lose your value because of how much you were used and the wear and tear in your legs. Number three, today's game is going more to passing, more specializing. Number four, cheap free agent. Why would I pay this guy when I can get one for a quarter of the price? And then number five, Isaiah Pacheco has scores a Super Bowl touchdown for the Chiefs. He's a late round rookie, very, very cheap. You can get a running back late in the draft. I'm not saying those are right, Lenny. I'm saying that's what's said. That's what gets said in the in the run. So, which of those jump out to you? And as a guy who's sitting here looking for calls, looking to play, what what buzzes your radar? I, mean, I think they all BS. Okay, this is me, this is me being real. <laughs> that's great. Especially uh, the point where it's pass a pass heavy team, which I was on a pass heavy team. Yeah. But we won we won every game in the playoffs by running the ball, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. making it you know running. 50% of the time, throwing 50% of the time. And with a guy like Tom, you know, by me playing with him, he doesn't like throwing the ball as much. Mm. Mm. <laughs> you know, so that only shows you how important a running game is to a great quarterback. Uh, let me ask you this about Saquon and Daniel Jones, because the value, I think, specifically with Barkley, is that he and Daniel have been there with the Giants. Now, Brian Dable has this thing figured out. Is there an argument made case by case that a guy like Saquon Barkley, like, if no one else deserves the value and the respect here with the Giants because this is what this team is being built off of? Or could the argument be that anybody can do it? Daniel Jones is what is the secret sauce. Is that which side the do you follow? The secret sauce is Saquon. Yeah. That's just me just being real. And I want to go back on, like, even with Zeke, you know. Uh, go on. Mm hmm now, people always say that uh, he doesn't have, have it anymore. Sure. You got to go off college, too. I go off college. When certain guys are uh, that guy, like, Tony went to uh, OK school. You yeah. know what I mean? Tony is unbelievable. Tony but, Yeah. But when you are that guy and you're expected to win a national championship yeah. in college and you're getting the ball however many times, of course you're going you're gonna to take a step back because you've been doing it since you were, when you get to college, what, you're 18, 18. 19? Mm -hmm. 18 years old. So... I, for me, I don't feel like he's washed up. I just feel like, you know, uh, he needs to take his time just to get even more healthier right now. And I feel like Zeke could bounce back. Mm -hmm. You know, he's not a bust. He's not a bum. He's none of that. Just a little rust on the wheels, and I feel like he's going he's gonna to come back from it. Talk about that from your perspective as well, because you just said from college to the pro. So you're at LSU, and you play with quarterbacks. You were the guy in college, and you get drafted to Jacksonville, and you get to Jacksonville, and Blake Bortles is your quarterback and you're the guy, and they're yeah. handing you the ball off. Did it help you in your career going to a Tampa where we did, yes, run the ball, but we also had a quarterback where we could spread the ball around. I'm not taking as many hits. You just mentioned Zeke. How big was that for you in your career? It was a blessing for me because uh, in my first year as a rookie, I got the ball 300-some times, you know, and, um, and I can remember just being sore for weeks. I mean, you come in that Monday, you know, you're off that Tuesday. I'm not feeling back how I am till like, Thursday, Friday. You know, Epsom salt baths each and every day, just trying to get my get my body back right. right. But having a guy like and time caliber, it made the game easier for me. Mm. Having guys around you that's 
Hall of Fame caliber, it made everything easy. So you don't have to do everything on your own. Mm. You don't have to run the ball 28 times a game, you know. And and that run was splitting. Like I, I wouldn't mind splitting my carries with any, uh, uh, another guy. You know what I mean? Because the game has changed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of course, uh, you want to stay fresh. That's how we won the Super Bowl with me and Ronald Jones. Mm-hmm. You know, he came and I came and did my thing, and then uh, just equaled out. Let me ask you: uh, Is there a bit of a happy ending to this? Because in this year's draft, you see Bijan Robinson go eight to the Falcons, Jameer Gibbs go 12 to the Lions. <laughs> All of a sudden, people are like, well, "Wait a second! I thought running backs were on the way out." So. What was your take on draft night, the first round, when you see young guys like this go off the board, despite the value in the free agent market being so altered? Uh, it's special. Guys in that caliber that, that have that type of talent, you can't pass up on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's, you never know what they do. You know, they might come out, like Saquon did his rookie year, mm-hmm. yeah. did an amazing <laughs> job. So with talent like that, you can never pass up on. And, mm-hmm. those, and at the end of the day, they're going to say everything about running backs, but the film don't lie. You put on the film tape, mm. and then you see them breaking these big runs, breaking tackles, doing things to stand out from the rest of them. Mm-hmm. That's all that matters. The Bijan Robinson example is perfect. Mm. I, I, I want to tap into the, the veteran status you have. Bijan Robinson is a top draft pick like you were. He's going to touch the ball 300 sometimes this year. He's going to touch the ball 300 sometimes next year. Hopefully, you know, a little, little, little high ankle sprain doesn't happen, a little knee issue. Okay, we love you, Bijan, but like we kind of just used you up for a couple of years and the legs aren't the same. And now you're banged up and I know you want that big contract, but I think we're just going to re-up and get another young guy and just churn through him. What would you say to Bijan Robinson to handle himself on the field, off the field, business-wise? Because that's going to happen. It's, yeah. just, it's usually how it goes. For me, I just wanted to just take care of your money, uh-huh. take care of your body, uh, make the right investments, ball out so you can force the hand to pay you early, mm-hmm. early enough. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. How different was that for you? Because <clears throat> your rookie year, I believe, it was Chris Ivory, who you yeah. shared the backfield yeah, with. Yeah, Chris Ivory and TJ Yeldon. And then that next year, <laughs> did you get more of the workload and kind of less of somebody sharing the, uh, the carries with you? Yeah, so I got more of it, but I wound up getting hurt that year. You know, I had uh, like 2 or 5% of my hamstring mm-hmm. or whatever the case may be. So when I mean, everything happens for a reason. You know, maybe God didn't want me to take that, uh, that beating again. You, you just never know. You just never know. But mm-hmm. it was a blessing, like I said, and especially going to Tampa, running the ball and on my body. It was great. Mm-hmm. That's cool. That's cool. The, the state of the running back is not, never better spoken than someone that's won a Super Bowl at that position. You hope you play good and you hope they pay good yeah. for the running back position that just hasn't And happened. early. Get you yeah. early. Lock yeah. you up early. Make your money. Um, take care of your body. Take care of your money. Back now with the Bengals. We're going to take you to Cincinnati, uh, who took the field at mandatory minicamp on Tuesday, quarterback Joe Burrow spoke to the media after and made it clear which quarterback he is chasing this season and beyond. I wouldn't necessarily say motivation. I would I would say maybe urgency. We've been there, done that. Um, now it's time to take that next step. I wouldn't say that's extra motivation because we've been motivated every game, every day, every year. But I would say the sense of urgency has has risen in that locker room. Who is the best in the world, Joe? We talk about the best in the world. I don't think there's any argument right now. It's Pat. Until somebody has a better year than than he's had, he's the one to knock off. Best in the world. Mm -hmm. Heavy question. Uh, And he went with Patrick Mahomes. Why not? Joe Burrow. He's a young superstar. He's on a young team, yet he's using the word urgency a lot. Leonard, what do you make of that? I totally understand where he's coming from because this is the window you have together as a team. You know, we were talking about the 2017 Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah, I thought we was going to be together forever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we was together one year. After that, it just went you know, downhill. Mm-hmm. So it totally makes sense what he's saying. He's also a, a LSU legend like myself. He has the attributes. He has everything 
to lead them, and he is right. You know, until someone knock off Pat, Pat's going to be number one right now. Mm-hmm. Talk about that 2017-18 to 18 team in Jacksonville because you just brought it up. And yeah. I remember yeah. that team, 2017, you guys losing the AFC Championship game to the Patriots. A little bit of a controversial call. But then that next season, I remember playing you guys in 2018 in Jacksonville, whooped us, yeah. and ended up only winning five games that season. Yeah. Talk about how hard it is to repeat that next year and continue the success. That team, man, we were stacked. The talent we had, I mean, I think that year we had – Seven Pro Bowlers. Yeah. Top ten offense and Top defense. Top ten in de- defense, you know, number one in rushing. Number one in also mm. stopping teams from rushing yeah. and everything. And just the guys, man. You know, we had Jalen, Malik. We had Mercedes, mm-hmm. who yeah. still plays. He's a legend. I think he's going to his 13th year, 14th mm-hmm. year. Barry Church, A.J. Boyd, Malik Jackson. You know, yeah. Calais Campbell. We had the, we had guys, Yannick. So, it just, especially going back to back, man, you know, you know how hard it is. Yeah. You know, you might not have the, the, the quite the same year, but... We had the pieces, but we just couldn't put it together. It's a perfect example. You guys were a loaded team. You're like, well, this Jacksonville team is going to be around for mm-hmm. years. It just kind of goes away. It happened a million times. Yeah. I, I, I remember seeing Aaron Rodgers on the Super Bowl podium with Clay Matthews. Like, well, he's going to win five of them. Mm-hmm. Hasn't been back. And the Burrow thing, to bring a full circle, I always say this. like, You're assured of nothing. There is nothing that says, well, you're a great young quarterback. You'll get one You'll eventually. Get one. No, you might not get yeah. squat. So I like him here in urgency, urgency. I want it now. But the Mahomes thing is huge. And I go back to you, Lenny. You won your Super Bowl against Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> he gained so much respect in one of his biggest losses. I remember Mike Evans was, was mic'd up for that Super Bowl. He's on the sideline being like, man, Mahomes is crazy. <laughs> and the game was so weird because he had no offensive line. Mm-hmm. He was just running for his life. What do you remember about Mahomes specifically in that Super Bowl where you guys won? I'm going to go further back. You know, I yeah. played him I played him in college when he was at oh, yeah. uh, Texas, Texas Tech. Tech. Oh. Uh, I forgot the bowl game. And uh, it was my first time really uh, watching him play. Wow. And he was making plays against – we had the top defense still in college. And I'm like, man, who the hell is that? Like, I, I never heard of him. <laughs> and he's chucking so, it. So now he's, he's doing it in the league, man. I mean, even the Super Bowl, the throws he was making, the one leg, the, the – uh-huh. was, he was just doing some crazy stuff. Uh-huh. So, I mean – just watching him now and how he's flourished, I mean, he deserved it, you know. He was getting the credit in college, but not enough. He had the number one team. I think he was throwing for like 400 yards a game or something like that, so. You you agree with, with Burrow that like that's the number one guy and there's no doubt? Definitely, he has yeah. the with two Super Bowls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, MVPs, all that, it's no doubt. So he's, he's, mm-hmm. he is. Well, that's the ultimate mark of success, I think, in this era of the NFL we're living in right now, which is like sustained success. Like, it's not just a one-run time at the Super Bowl getting there, and that means you're a quarterback made. Like, Joe Burrow knows what it feels like to get there, yet he puts Pat above him because he's been there multiple times, won it twice. It's hard. Joe Burrow, it's like do things calmly but with a sense of urgency like he's not stressed yet but he is very aware Lenny as as an LSU guy do you you know Burrow like are you guys you guys Uh, we spoke but I I don't know him like that but we spoke you know we have the the respect for each other you know he has the household name Louisiana just like me just like Tyron Matthew Uh you know so uh like Shaq Angel Reese you know so He's the guy. I, I find Joe Burrow to be a, a remarkable human being because he, he is a Southeast Ohio guy, yeah. born and bred. Yet now he is a Louisiana household name. He's able to go from Ohio State as a third-string quarterback to LSU, ball out, win a title, household name, goes back. Now he's trying to yeah. build a legacy as a borough in Southeast Ohio, which he's doing. His community efforts are incredible, but he wants to get back to the top to really solidify all that he's done in his football career. It would be an amazing story. He could do it. Yep. Mm. He can do it. Yeah? Yeah. You ever hang out with Jamarcus? 
That's I my love guy. Jamarcus. Jamarcus is my guy. For real. Yeah. Down to earth. Yeah. To me, before Joe, he was the best quarterback. Hell yeah, he was. Yeah. Yeah. He was a freak. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Unbelievable. Shout out Jamarcus. I feel like we got to go down an LSU history lane now that you're here for the next I know. I love it. Right? So deep. That's good morning football for you in June. Aaron Rodgers, he has. Owned. That's a quote, a direct quote. The Bears. What are the Bears going to do about it? <laughs> Let's talk about Kevin Falk. Oh, oh. Jacob Pester. <laughs> oh, Kevin You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Good morning, football! Defensive tackle Justin Jones signed with the Bears last March. But despite being with Chicago for just one season, he already has a fully formed opinion about the Bears-Packers rivalry. Here is his response to the question, how different will the NFC North be without Aaron Rodgers? Listen to what he has to say about the fans. I wish he played one more year with uh, Green Bay, honestly. We went up there and uh, we played a, we played a pretty good game, but uh, they got away from us at the end, obviously, and uh, they won, but their fans are really so. Yeah, I, I wanted to go back up there, and I wanted to play him, and I wanted to beat them, and I wanted him to be there so you can see it. But the fact that he's gone now, you know, I mean, it's, it's cool. I guess it's better for him not to be here. But um, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to take it over. I mean, it's a good time to be a Bears fan. I'm not even going to lie to you. So This is a follow-up question I never thought I'd ask. In which ways are they Man, like, <laughs> I mean, man, like, just, just the way that they're just freaking obnoxious, just yelling and all that other stuff about things that don't even matter. Like, we're not even running, we're not even running the play. You guys are talking about, boo, oh, yeah, go green. Like, what, what are we even talking about? Yeah, not even started yet. Like, what are we even talking about here? Like, you know, y'all, <laughs> <laughs> half of them don't even know football. It's, 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 it's so weird to me. But I'm just ready to go back out there and play. And I, I want to go out there and I want to beat the hell out of them on their field. And I want to hear I want to hear the booze then. That, that's what I look forward to. The bleeped out word started with the letter S, ended with the letter Y. Fill it in or go find the authentic version. Mm-hmm. Book it, though. Bears-Packers week one at Soldier mm-hmm. Field, week 18 at Lambeau. Mm-hmm. Kyle, your thoughts? I'm not really sure. So Justin Jones, if you don't know who he is, because I think a lot of Packers fans are like, who are you? Yep, yep, I saw a lot of that. <laughs> All right, so I get it. Like, this wasn't one of their mainstays for the last several years, like Eddie Jackson or someone who's mm-hmm. been... Justin Jones was a Charger for a while. Yep. Came over last year, contributed, pretty good player. He's a captain. Captain. He's got the C yeah. on his jersey yep. right there, playing his day. It's it's a, such a break from form. You don't see this from this organization. What I mean is it's this classic quote unquote rivalry with all the pageantry in the history, but it's usually pretty classy. It's not, it doesn't have that crazy sound bite and the animosity mm-hmm. and all the personal fla- fouls and all that. Like Steelers Ravens is a different deal. <laughs> Even Packers Vikings is a different deal. Bears Packers is always like, we love you, you love us. We're one of the oldest rivalries here. Even when it's going well, you just don't see players say, we got you, we're going to own you. The coaches don't do that. But I kind of like it in yeah. a way. We've had 30 plus years 
of Packers dominance for the Chicago Bears. So the fact that this guy says, you know what, screw it. I'm going to break form and I'm going to go past the company line. I don't like their fans. They're crappy fans. They don't know what the hell they're talking about. It's such a change in everything that comes out of Hallis Hall and the Bears fans. And the Packers might be like, I don't know, we own you, but you have a new quarterback now. So maybe there is a little juice in this. I've said it for years. This is not a rivalry. It is completely dominant. A rivalry insinuates other sides win sometimes. It's just history. So if they're going to start talking now and if there's going to be a response, I'm actually here for it. Mm -hmm. It's June. You don't like their fans. You were honest. I actually like it. Leonard, what do you think? I agree, but then I don't. Okay. I think, for me, when the fans are talking noise, talking crap, that will make the game more interesting. Mm-hmm. Because for me, I fuss with fans. I don't yeah. care. Yeah, yeah. I, I do. On the sideline when yeah. I'm on the bench. Yeah. Because they, they talk about crazy stuff. You know, he's talking What about, do you do? Like, some, some fans talk about, man, I played blase blase for these seats. And I'd be like, and? <laughs> You're, and you still watching. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. <laughs> so just be a fan and things like that. And you got to love it. That's what make NFL football NFL football. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter if they're a fan of not or not. They're there enjoying a gladiator sport, watching guys who love the game and, and compete. That's what it's about. Mm-hmm. So on his partaking, I mean, and even with the, the Packers fan, I, I mean, we whooped them. So mm-hmm. they were okay to me. You know? <laughs> so no, no, go through the whole career. A- a- going on the road, mm-hmm. which fans loudest, mm. chirpiest, maybe most obnoxious to you? Which fans? Man, I'm not going to lie. And I'm not going to say obnoxious, but since I'm from there, playing in a dome in the Saints, mm. it's different. Really? Mm-hmm. It was different, you know? And by me being from there, you know, they was, they was on my head. You're an enemy. Uh, I like that. You know, this, that, and the third, but it's nothing like home. Uh-huh. So I loved it there. Yeah. Oh, I love mm-hmm. that. I hear these quotes, and I hear what he's talking about, and it reminds me of the movie Friday. Okay. Debo comes around... Everybody gets quiet. You tuck your chain in. You don't say a word. Soon as Debo leaves, Smokey said it. When he leaves, I'll be talking again. (laughs) That's the Bears right now. Aaron Rodgers is left, and it's just like, you know what? I wish he was back here because right now is a great time to be a Bears fan because we're going to beat up on him. That's all I heard. I'm going to start talking again. Aaron Rodgers is gone. Brett Favre been left. It is our time now. So as a player, you sit here and you're like, Man, he's tripping. I don't know if we want to go down that road, but you need guys like that on your team because now the entire locker room, you got to back them up. You can't come out now next week when they ask Justin Fields and you're like, yeah, we don't really want to go. No, like we're here now. Our plan is to win. He said it. It is a great time to be a Bears fan. Sit back and watch. But my goodness, you had your opportunities last year. We, so we played them pretty good, and that's the alternate way of saying, like, we hung in there, but at the end of the day, we lost the game. Yeah. But I, I'm all here for this matchup, and it's week one. We're getting mm-hmm. it early on. I mean, nothing turns a volume up on a fan base more than somebody calling you obnoxious in June. Like, I can't imagine yeah. what this place, because this is going to be a 50-50 split, I bet, between Lambeau and Chicago when these two games are played. It's going to be remarkable. I have a retraction to make last night in the document. We, we, have, this, we have this discussion yeah. planned out, and I... I wrote, wow, he just had that ready to roll, didn't he? I'm not really into this. Don't listen to the fans if you're going to complain about it six months later. I take it all back. I want you to listen to it. I want you to complain about it because it gives us all fodder in June because then in September when you play each other week one, we're going to call it back. We're going to bring it back. And I I love your point. I think teammates need to have his back. I think the fan base needs to puff their chest out a little bit because this is the time to do it before you have to go play those guys in week Mm. one. So I like it. Bring it on. You can't have it both ways. Sometimes I want the talk. Sometimes I don't. I'm officially taking the stance of bring on all the talk. You can sense the media's there and he starts and he goes and he calls their fans what he calls their fans and they're like, 
we got one. And now it's like, <laughs> you're trying to think of every single follow-up question you can come with. Mm -hmm. Well, how are they? Right. You know, you know exactly what he means. I loved it. It was yeah. fun. It was entertaining. Yep. But if Aaron Rodgers was there, you know, yeah. uh, Devontae. Uh, but maybe you can say Aaron Rodgers started it. I mean, when you're in the crowd and you're yelling, you're doing it, you're saying, I own you. Maybe the matchup was classy, but then when you do that, it changes, yeah. changes the vibe. I've of always it. thought Rodgers regretted that moment with You the think belt. so? Because he spent his whole career saying, what a great rivalry, what a great uh, fan base, what a great atmosphere. And I think... You know, when he goes across the line, he gets hit. And he gets mm -hmm. hit a little late, mm -hmm. and I think he just got caught in the moment of emotion mm -hmm. and put it on and then started saying, I own you. You know what? We usually, we usually champion the schedule makers. I'm so pissed at them right now because the Packers and Bears are at Soldier Field week one. Mm -hmm. To go to Lambeau, it's week 18. It's the yeah. last week of the season. We don't know if either of those teams are going to be in it. It's gonna, we have to wait so long. <laughs> That's a good point. Steelers fans at Pittsburgh. How about them? I just, I just want to pick Lawrence's mind. Own him. Yeah. You know. You uh, did? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yo, dude, he went yeah. crazy. Yeah. Man. I have great respect for their defense. Their fan base, it was chirpy. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to lie. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. you, go, you go into their home and... Y'all were chirpy. Not, not, I'm not going to say me. Our defense was. <laughs> really chirpy. We had the ringleader, Jalen Ramsey, uh -huh. who, um, who's highly, highly about himself and his... Talent, yeah. which, in, which he has every right to be. Cornerback. And um, we, had, we had a great defense who was backing it up. And also, they kind of overlooked us coming into the playoffs game. Mm -hmm. I think they were worried about playing against the Patriots. So I remember that week Jalen said, you're not worried about us. <laughs> uh -huh, uh -huh. And uh, we kind of had to make that statement. So we beat him in a regular season, which was, was a 30-something uh, to 9 or something like you that. You went nuts. Yeah. Then came back in the playoff game. And I think we kind of, like, solidified ourselves. Mm -hmm. You know, and then we were young, young as hell, man. Young as hell, talented all over the board. And it was an exciting time to be a Jaguar. Yeah, it was. And maybe, picking up on what he said about Green Bay, that's probably what they need. Yeah. Or what they needed. Mm -hmm. So, hopefully, this rival... Goes back. Goes how it is. Well... Here's hoping that that first week, Justin Jones makes Jordan Love's life a living hell because that's what will make the soundbite. That's what will just bring the story all first full circle. Soundbite's going to be played either gotta, way. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. Mm -hmm. Whether you did or you didn't, mm -hmm. Justin Jones still to be determined, still Justin to come. Jones. Justin yeah. Jones. Who yeah. knew? Came out of nowhere. JJ. Some people still have. Oh no. Bryce Young sighs. We're going to hear what his head coach, Frank Reich, has to say about it later on. <laughs> he does, I mean, look, he, he looks small out there. He does. Can I, I say he looks small? Very talented guy, though. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Good morning, football! We'll solve it back here on Good Morning Football. Cowboys pass rusher Micah Parsons recently saying he's no longer focused on sacks, but instead wants to make an impact and be dominant, much like Aaron Donald for the Rams. Parsons saying he's bulking up a bit, adding 5 to 10 pounds this offseason. He joined Brian Baldinger on NFL Total Access on Tuesday and said fans can expect him all over the field this upcoming season. 
Man, y'all gonna see me be way more versatile. Y'all gonna see me moving all across the line of scrimmage in the backfield and, and the linebackers, man. Y'all gonna see a little bit of everything. I think people who want me to be a linebacker gonna be happy. I think people who want me to be a rusher gonna be happy. And you know, I think I'm gonna surprise some people with some things I'm gonna do over some guards and centers this year. So it'll be pretty fun. It's been well documented that Bryce Young doesn't have the prototypical height of most QBs. We've talked about it ad nauseum. He had some passes batted down at practice on Tuesday, and head coach Frank Wright was, of course, asked about it, but didn't put any real stock into it. I would actually thought we'd have seen a whole lot more balls batted down because we're not going live, and we're telling them not to hit the quarterback. So the defensive line, they, they rush, and then they pull off, and they're standing there, you know, more guys standing with their hands up. So to be quite honest, I expected a whole lot more balls spotted down from all the quarterbacks. So yeah, I didn't think much about it. Thought, thought the quarterbacks are seeing it and seeing the holes well. Reich pointing out that it wasn't just Young getting passes batted down. The six foot two Andy Dalton also having passes batted down as well. I'm just here so I won't get fined. No, nah, I'm just I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But uh <laughs> No, I'm kidding. Uh, I told my mom I was going to do that. That's always a good kick save. I told my mom I was going to do that. That's a good joke, though. Look, looking loose, rookie quarterback, a mandatory minicamp. A lot of hype, a lot of talk for us on this neck of the woods about Anthony Richardson before he got drafted to Indianapolis. Mm -hmm. Kick it around for us. What did you think of him when he played at Florida now that he's drafted with the Colts? What do you, what do you think about him? Uh, I, didn't, I didn't really watch college football like that unless LSU played. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But... Uh, Went back when he got drafted and was was hearing this story about him, his brother, and his mother. Mm -hmm. And also when his brother, uh, his younger brother wrote that letter to him, you know, I have a mm -hmm. younger brother that I went to college with, Lenard. Yeah. Same dome football team running mm -hmm. backs with each other. So, man, I wish all the best of luck to him. Mm -hmm. And I hope he, he succeed, excel. In your experience, you get someone who's like, so raw, young, super talented, but jumps right into the NFL. Who knows? Maybe he starts week one. Like, what's the challenge for a quarterback that young starting that fast? Uh, I just think, you know, quarterback is, is, a, is a lot different from a running back, cornerback, mm -hmm. because the responsibility on him is, as a whole is going to be different. Yeah. You know, so I never play quarterback. I'm not going to sit up and act like I know what he's going to go through. But it's a, it's a big plate, and he has the talent, the ability. And hopefully he has, they put some guys around him that can help him reach his full potential and become who he's supposed to become. Mm -hmm. And to that point, we talked about the role of a running back and their kind of diminished value for him being at the Colts, having a guy like Jonathan Taylor in the backfield. Mm -hmm. Talk about how big that is of the mm -hmm. pressure that a running back can take off a young quarterback. Oh, that's very big. We all know Jonathan. You know, he's a home runner. He's a mm -hmm. home runner. He can, he, he can do it all. So just having those guys, two young guys at that. Yeah. Young guys, that's great to go through whatever they're going to go through together. It's, it's going to be a special thing. Oh, yeah. yeah, and here's hoping Jonathan Taylor stays healthy for yeah. Anthony Richardson as well, coming out of the backfield for the Colts. Let's just hang in this quarterback draft class. Uh, Richardson goes to the Colts. Bryce Young, who we just avoided talking about yep. in the last break. Lenny, we got you here. Um, you have to look past the fact that he is an Alabama guy, and you just got to <laughs> tell us what you think about him coming into the league. I mean, just watching him in, in college. He has, he, he has it all. Yeah. And, you know, and I keep people, people keep saying about, you know, his height, mm -hmm. the ball getting swatted down. I mean, sometimes, you know, the best is get swatted. Tom got swatted down. It, it happens in the game. You're yeah. not, every throw is not going to be the best throw, mm -hmm. you know. So I feel like his height doesn't matter, you know. He has the heart. He competes. He, and then he competes at the highest level. Mm -hmm. SEC, we all know NFL, pro style, football. 
And I'm sorry, you know, the first round is always SEC playoffs. It is. That's just what it is. And he has it. He has it. He has it. He has it because he practiced with it. He practiced with the guys that are at the next level. He played against them every week at Florida, at LSU. Look at McCown. He's got it. His jersey looks so big, though. We get a smaller jersey. (laughs) Whacking in the wind. Maybe like a captain patch. Buddy, who is the smallest quarterback in stature you ever played with? Smallest? Yeah, yeah, like even as it as you from your point of view, yeah. you're like, man, that guy is, is not big, Brady. Brady is probably have never, right? Never, yeah. Yeah, never. Not at LSU, yeah. you guys nah, weren't. Nah. Uh-uh. Quarterbacks at LSU was six two. Uh-huh. Can you consider what that would? I mean, you're running at him, and he is here. That what? It'd be different, but you know. It's called a Justin. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. Professionals. Like yeah. he said, his quarterbacks at LSU, 6'2", 6'3", yeah. however tall they were. They weren't Bryce Young in college, mm-hmm. that's for sure. Right. Yeah. That's I, true. You can have a ton of conversations around. I think even the clip where we heard Frank Wright where he said, hey, he has some passes batted down. So did Andy Dalton. I think yeah. that's just a part of the game. I think for Bryce Young, when you've been that good for that long and you've yeah. played at that height at the level of which he has, there's no reason to think even if he doesn't make it, oh, yeah, it was because he was too short. No, maybe he just didn't cut it at quarterback. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to see him and the Carolina Panthers to see what they can do uh, this season. But I'm excited for Bryce Young. Mm. Uh, he's back tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, he is. Next two days. Now you know what you signed up for. We'll see you tomorrow. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.